0: Hi guys. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. So, so just... <laughs> welcome to the first ever Tarine tirade.
1: Oh, oh, oh.
0: My name is margo
2: I'm Amberly.
3: And we have with us Rachel. Coco. Okay. And Phoenix. Yay. Good
1: job guys. That was really well done. <laughs> that was really good. That was really good. Didn't even
0: practice. (laughs) So as we described uh, in earlier episodes, this is going to be a bonus episode that we will be doing eight times a year as a bonus to our Sabbath episodes on and off week. So it's an extra episode and it is free form. There's absolutely no structure and it could get a little chaotic because we're just going to talk about whatever
1: the hell we feel like talking about. So Mm. this is number one. Mm, mm. Yeah, audio maybe a little bit different than normal, but just just roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. So Amberly, what are you drinking? Um tonight I am drinking my husband's beer. It's a Sierra Nevada Wild. Wait, little, I'm also I'm drinking sorry. my husband's beer. Wild little
0: thing. Yeah? Nice. What are you drinking? Okay. We didn't do this on purpose, but I'm also drinking my husband's beer. He has a Hazy Jane Peach
1: by BrewDog. That sounds good. I stole two of them. Nice. I don't know how many I'm going to steal. We'll see. (laughs) I'm sipping on some
2: hot tea. Hot tea. What kind of tea? What kind? My chino. My fake coffee tea that actually tastes like coffee. It's delicious. Which flavor is it? I have the caramel nut flavor. Nice. And uh, it it's the only tea that's ever hit my uh, that coffee need. But it's just mm-hmm. super roasted dandelion root. Sweet need- figs and dates. I need to get nice. some of that. I've been It's to buy so it. good.
0: You really do. Because it's there's it. always a there's always a point in the day when I feel like I just want to have the comfort of another cup yeah. of coffee, but yes. it's too late
2: for coffee. Yes. Yes i've also hit that age now <laughs> and but i just i always want coffee <laughs> and it, it it's it's itches to scratch nice mm-hmm.
3: i'm boring and i just have regular water there's nothing wrong with
2: that no, water
1: water is
3: necessity. life. Mm-hmm. my life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes
4: i have regular coffee actual coffee. I almost did the tea Chino coffee and I thought about it, but it doesn't matter what time it is for me. I need this. And I have in it vanilla bean creamer. Mm. Ah.
2: Coco is very young.
0: Magic, uh, oh sorry about that. Coco is very young and therefore she is made out of Tupperware. She can have coffee any time of day. <laughs> All right. Margo, what are you reading? Uh, I'm actually, uh, I started yesterday, I'm reading American Brujeria by J. Allen Cross.
4: Okay.
0: Um, It is very good. It is very informative. Um, I don't plan on uh, adopting a new way of performing my practice or adopting a whole new craft. Um, And I am not, and I'm not of Mexican descent, but it is very, very interesting to learn about all of this. And it's giving me some perspective into uh, Jay himself, because um, we have a special interview coming up with him.
2: Cool.
1: So excited.
3: <laughs> what are you reading? I
1: am reading Consorting with Spirits. Oh, yeah. By Jason Miller.
3: Can I get this, a book
1: report from you when you're done with that? Uh, you absolutely can. You'll just have to go on to Witch and Words. Hey. <laughs> And it'll be right there for you. Uh, This book is not out until May 1st, but by the time this airs, it will be available from uh, Wiser Books. So it's, I I have just started it, but it's pretty amazing.
2: What's special. I'm very excited for that book. Yeah. He's such an amazing author. Rachel, what are you reading? I'm not reading anything witchy at the moment. I'm reading... Eliza Van Court's "Claiming Space: Women Claiming Space," Uh, and it's been great and super inspiring. I did a class off of it two Sundays ago. But, but, but today, my Damien Eccles rituals and essential grimoire gets delivered. Oh, we're excited because I pre-ordered that because I love Damien Eccles, and him and his wife wrote it together, and I'm just super stoked. I'm just super stoked because that, that sounds awesome. awesome. I love Damien Nichols. Yeah. And I have a Brene Brown co- uh, book coming also today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You should be our, on-
0: you should be an honorary member of Witch and Words. And just, uh, if you ever feel like, uh, what's the word for? Um, bird. Did you say bird? Bird is the word. Bird is the, the word. word. <laughs> mm-hmm. it is If you ever feel like contributing a review, you're free to do so. Yeah. Bird word bird word yes (laughs) is anyone else reading anything uh worth talking
4: about
2: okay what you reading
4: I'm reading Buckland's Practical Color Magic oh Oh, nice Uncle Buck I haven't actually started it yet because I'm reading as you guys often do a thousand books at once so I have not gotten very far into it but I'm definitely excited about it one of my
0: multiple color books now (laughs)
3: nice cool
0: we do actually plan to have Coco on um, one of these days to talk about color magic because she, in our group, seems to be quite the authority on it, and it's very, very interesting. So that'll be coming up when we can figure out a time to do to do an interview.
1: Yeah, and also we'll have her chit-chat about the little things she does that are normally mundane for everybody, and she makes them magical because she seems to be...
3: Magical as fuck. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, magical well,
0: shooting out of everything—fingers, toes, orifices—yeah,
4: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right
1: out of her asshole. Yep, rainbow, a, rain-
4: a rainbow right out of my asshole. Well, that will be very exciting to do that. And a lot of the I have much- a that.
3: very versatile. Nice, Phoenix. What you got? Oh. So I'm doing shadow work. Oh,
2: yay! Yes! <laughs> nice.
3: Yes, um, I'm reading this. But, as also, as Coco says, we read more than one book at once, so then I'm also reading The Four Agreements now, too, because of Rachel. Both of these are because of Rachel.
1: Excellent. <laughs> nice. So, Phoenix is reading Adult, what is it? Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents?
3: Yep. Correct. Okay. By Lindsay C. Gibson.
2: Nice. Nice. Uh- which I need to read immediately. But We're I never gonna... really thought about how well that book goes with the four agreements too. Like those are the perfect two books to read together. Because the four agreements you can also bang out in a day. Like
3: I love a good grouping. Me too. Yeah. And not even know that. So great. Yeah. I, I listened to my intuition.
2: <laughs> the killer intuition you got there, girl. I just oh. got to believe in it.
3: <laughs> so this is a really... Um...
0: Interesting grouping of people that we have for the Taring tirade because we were all recently at the Anahata's mini retreat. Rachel herself is the facilitator of Anahata's purpose and the mini Anahata's retreat that we were all just at this past weekend. She has brought it into existence for us (laughs) Uh, and it was a fantastic experience. Who wants to talk about it first? Should we describe the format or should we just shoot off with stories? I don't know. I, I, don't.
1: I think that Rachel should tell us
2: how it started, the beginning, start from the beginning. Yeah. The very beginning um, of the mini retreat you're talking about, right? Talk about Anahata's.
1: Yeah. Whatever you want to say.
2: Okay. Anahata's Anahata. is the reason why we all know each other. So why not?
3: It is the purpose. It is. it is the purpose.
2: <laughs> Am I doing backstory? All right, I guess I'll do backstory. This is um, for other
3: people that don't know.
2: Yeah, people that don't know things. So I enjoy some other festivals that happen here in South Jersey, in the middle of the Pine Barrens, where the Jersey Devil lives. That was just an added extra bonus. And... <laughs> I always enjoy it because I go there and you get to be out in nature and sometimes they'll have a few wellness classes, but it's normally majority, like majority it's music based. Like that's the foundation of these festivals. It's to go and do music and to listen to music and to dance and have fun. But obviously with things like that and with music, if you just think about concerts and stuff, normally there's a lot of substance abuse that happens in those places as well. So um, I wanted to just start to, I wanted to flip the switch. So I love music, have always loved music. I play guitar. We've got lots of instruments in my house. And I wanted to keep that as like a fun feature. But I kind of came up with the idea of like, let's flip the switch and make the classes the main focus and have the music be like the little extra added bonus. But I also was just, you know, what didn't I like about these festivals? I didn't like how people were drunk and acting crazy. I couldn't feel comfortable. I didn't like that. I couldn't fucking sleep. Like the music would just go on to like three in the morning and it was wild. And just like, I just wanted to sleep in my tent and that could just, it couldn't happen. And I just wanted to be around people that had more of a focus. who were interested in things in their life that I am as well. Um, So I actually started this with a, someone who was like a really good friend of mine. Uh, It was, she was technically my best friend and she wanted to be a little bit more festival based. I wanted to be more retreat based and it kind of showed after the two years of us doing this together that you won. <laughs> Substant I won, <laughs> but like, there was no, there was no competition, but basically it was, we have a, a mutual friend that kind of asked her this question. That's like, do you want to be throwing a wellness retreat? Or do you want to just say that you're throwing a wellness retreat? Like, do you want to be able to say that you're doing it? And she backed out and was done. And then I was able to finally do my first completely sober one, which was really, really great. So that's what happened there, I guess. Um, but when the idea came, the whole thing downloaded in like a week. So within a week, the name was made, the place was found, the website was made, the dates were picked, I had made the logo and like everything tickets were up. So that was kind of crazy how it was like just this download. And then yeah now it's just been super bomb.com but our first one we had maybe 35 people and it was really small and it was similar to how the mini retreat was where everyone kind of for the most part did all the classes together but it was mm-hmm. over four days so it was the same length as the big one but it was smaller it was, it was the first one so I just really loved how that one felt though and the connection that was built so for me you know I'd obviously want long-term Anaheim is to be like my full-time thing. I want to just be doing these. I want to open Hogwarts. I want to do it. <laughs> and so the, having a the big one, you know, sizing that up and getting to a lot of different people, a lot of different communities of like-minded people. Cause it's not just, there's so many different people that come. Like it's not just witches. Right. Can I just say it will be Hogwarts without the problematic shit too. Yes. Oh yes. Yes. This was the first time where I got, like I, I wanted to do the mini. So this was the first time I got to do the mini and I wanted it to be more divination focused because at the big one, there's other topics, you know, but I wanted this one to be kind of around magic, like focus more so on magic because that's how we get to Hogwarts. That's exactly how it felt. I don't know. Maybe three, four or five times during the weekend, I was like... <laughs>
0: This is the closest I'm ever going to get to Hogwarts, and I'm loving it. It is amazing. I'm having such a great time. <laughs> yeah,
2: definitely set <laughs> it at least once a day. Cool, cool. That makes me very happy. Yeah, but I also loved it because it was my first time I got to experience it. Yeah, you got to do oh. all the things. And how was that experiencing I- it? I feel like I get it. <laughs> like I had, like I was talking to my mom about this earlier. How in my mind I have this like vision of what I want everyone to experience when they're there but I don't, you know, and people tell me that they're experiencing it, but also I'm just like, are they just being nice and telling me this, these things? And, you know, you just still always that self-doubt that you have. So experiencing it for myself, I've like, I don't, I I feel like I'm feeling what everyone else has been saying. (laughs) And it's been making me feel like really great. Like, wow, okay. I had this vision and like, I wanted people to leave feeling this way. And now I finally got to experience it. And I left feeling the way that I wanted other people to leave like feeling. And it's, yeah I don't know I just feel like I want to go like, it was super short it was way too short. too short but I got a lot out of it a lot more out of this one than I have out of any of them
0: because all the other ones you're just non-stop work 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 making sure everything's going smoothly making sure everyone's okay probably dealing with a problem here and there and like, like you know just hovering mm-hmm. and this one you were you dove in and you got to experience it the way the rest of us did
2: yeah, my amount of, like, workload that I had to do was so minimal because we just did a lot of pre-work. There wasn't much decor or anything, you know. I just wanted nature to speak, and that's the part of being out in that beautiful property. And, yeah, I mean, on the big one, September, I only got to do one class, and I still got interrupted during that class, actually.
4: But that is not enough. That's one. Not- class, I was so fun to have you, like, sit next to us for some classes at the mini I was like oh my god you're with us we're all at one table like that was a lot of fun
2: (laughs) it was a lot of fun it felt really good and there were some new people and there were people that flew in for the mini and that was just so crazy to me and so that's pretty much that a lot of people asked me where I got the name from so I guess I'll add that in there because I feel like no one really knows I just took a bunch of my oracle decks and like threw them on the ground and just started like going through oracle decks and I had one that was the chakra deck and then I had one that it was like life purpose and I was just like reading the definitions of the things and I was like life purpose but I like the Anahata chakra and I was like Anahata's purpose. Damn. Purpose was born. <laughs> Anahata's purpose is a great name.
4: Mm-hmm. Well.
2: So if you're ever stuck with trying to figure out a name just throw out a bunch of oracle and tarot cards and see what sticks. Spirit shuffle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you don't need to do the cupid shuffle, you do the spirit shuffle. I For big- just
0: I just named my big beautiful new green fluorite sphere after the Empress card. It's just Empress.
2: Cool. Beautiful. Did you name your big amethyst yet?
0: Yes, I did. Its name is Joy Tooth.
2: Oh, that's right. After <laughs> your- yes. That's- I was getting,
0: I was getting tooth tooth just kept coming to me I was like well it can't be just tooth like what kind of tooth a it joy looks like tooth. a big
3: canine yeah it's that so big imagine. snaggle tooth that just hangs up be like hey I'm happy
2: <laughs> exactly but like imagine what creature would have that as a canine tooth like that their teeth are just big chunks of amethyst
3: I'm picturing a majestic ass saber tooth tiger oh, oh yeah yeah yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 That makes me really happy thinking about that. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) Joy. Joy tooth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it was very different from September. So I would love to know like what you guys felt on the, like on how it differed, the things you maybe liked and the things you maybe missed from the September one. My dogs are yelling at your dogs right
3: now. (laughs) Honestly, the only thing I would change is to make it longer. Then it wouldn't be many. That's what I was going to say. (laughs) unless you make the class just itself be many
2: it did feel so fast Mm -hmm. it felt
3: like a day i felt like we were there for a
2: day yeah it was like a
1: wedding like you have all this excitement and preparation coming up and then it's like oh we're too fast (laughs)
0: yeah it also feels like we're on a completely different plane of existence though even though like highest
3: greatest good reality yeah (laughs) even though we weren't there as long
0: for very long and, and it just flew by it did. I understand now that whole idea of like being in the bubble. It's like stepping through a threshold and entering into a new world and just being completely separate from everything for a while and just completely submerging yourself Mm -hmm. in. I think I took more classes at the mini mini retreat than I did at the big, at the big Anahatas
3: actually. I kind of felt like I needed to attend these classes where at the retreat, it's kind of like, I don't have to go. I'm going to go play in the river. But the mini yeah. retreat was like, I need to go to this class. It's Hogwarts.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, with a small group like this, everyone depends on everyone else for showing up. Mm-hmm. We start this together and we end it together. And like, it's a whole journey. It's a whole ass journey. And I would definitely say just like our group and how supportive we all are of each other. Like, I, I feel like that was represented and showed and like a lot of other people showed up and did the same thing and was supportive of one another too. And it just right. it makes you, it makes you have faith in humanity again. Yeah. He does.
4: Thought that this experience definitely flew by too quickly. And it's interesting because I feel like I actually had extra days involved in this at Ahadas because I drove up the first day spent the night with a friend in the coven and then on the way back, the same situation. So I had two extra days and it still felt like it was too quick. And yeah, it was Hogwarts. It's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Grabbing all the different- and going to the classes and grabbing our pendulums. All- I loved the classes. It was very much like we're here with spirit. We're learning the things. Not that we didn't have the larger one, but I felt that I was more involved with like dance and like talking about our feelings and more of the creative classes and this one I was you know taking all my notes and really really getting into
0: it, it nice. and we br- brought home activities like the. I mean not I don't want to call it homework because that had a negative connotation sure. but like we have more to work on you know it's not it's like you you weren't like okay get out it's over you sent us home with stuff to work on stuff to think about and more practice yeah. you know to focus on
2: I guess instead of homework, it's ritual work. Ritual yeah. work. Things it's a little bit add. of
0: self-care. Sam, mm-hmm.
1: fuck
2: up. I thought that was your drink until a tongue came at your mouth. And I was like, no, that's a dog. No, it's a dog. Did you guys so get in the cuddle? You all didn't get in the cuddle puddle at the end. I, I did not pictures. get in the cuddle puddle. I took pictures of it. <laughs> I appreciate They're great pictures, but.
4: I wouldn't have normally gotten in the cuddle puddle, but I was literally inside Phoenix. I was like right up. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's okay phoenix got me it's yes, it is i've <laughs> always got you yeah,
2: yeah. sorry the palladian, to... they're holding it down for each other
4: oh my lord
3: <laughs> oh
2: yes the Palladian, palladian cousin have you sir did you
3: guys get to, oh wait what is the alien that you are margo um <laughs> an alpha
0: draconian which is the worst of the worst apparently i'm a, a it's retired not the worst. I'm, now, a, I'm a retired you're just worse
1: draconian. than a reptilian
0: yeah. So I'm just worse than a reptilian. And I, th- I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? Life here on earth hasn't always been easy for me. So maybe as an alpha draconian, I was like, you know what? Enough of this shit. I just want to be a human on that pretty planet and just like hug trees. And they were like, fine, but you know, you're still going to have to atone during that lifetime because you- your alpha draconian ass has done some shit <laughs> and it explains everything. I'm suffering a little bit, but I'm still enjoying hugging these trees. So should we talk about ghosts? What
2: kind of ghosts? Ghosts at the retreat. <laughs> that knock on doors and shit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's so fucking weird. It's still so weird.
0: It's so weird. So the first night that we spent, uh, we stayed in a lodge. The, this property that we stayed on has several, lodge, several lodges, um, cabins, uh, campsites, a main building with a cafeteria and um, the lodge that we stayed at had also had all the classrooms that we were using. So we were in uh, a room on the second floor, which is big enough for six people. There was five of us in that room. Everyone here was in that room, uh, except for Rachel who was across the hall from us. So the first night. There was a lot of knocking that we could hear. And I could have sworn that the room next to us was occupied. I didn't find out until the next morning that the room next to us was actually empty. And then I was like, oh, that's interesting because it just sounded very occupied last night. And I didn't give it a second thought because I just assumed it
4: was occupied.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess it was occupied, but I didn't really give it much thought. Then the second night happened. I was taking some trash uh, to the bathroom to throw it away. And on my way to the bathroom, I noticed that the bathroom was actually occupied. So I was heading out the door anyway. And as I was heading out the door, I heard a knock on the door. So I get to the door, I open it. And not only is there no one there knocking on my door, but Rachel across the hall is opening her door and stepping out at the exact same time and staring at me (laughs) and saying, somebody knocked on my door. And I'm like, somebody knocked on my door. And, and, um, Trinity um, was actually sitting outside of Rachel's room in our room. There were two like comfy chairs that you can just sit on and hang out if you need to. So Trinity was sitting there and she <laughs> she even had quite a start because both of us opened the door at the same exact time on either side of her. And she was like, what the hell? And meanwhile, we're both like somebody knocked on my door. Somebody knocked on my door. And she's like, well, it wasn't me. And we just stared at each other like, what the hell? So then another knock happened further back into my room. Was it Amberly? Next heard to Amberly's head. Yeah, it was next right
1: day. above my bed at the exact same time that those two other knocks happened. It happened right behind my head and I was laying in bed. And she was the furthest, the furthest into the room there were. So there was. So,
0: so Rachel and I look at each other and we both turn around and come into our room. And what happens next is completely bonkers, but it seems as if, all the knocking was to get Rachel into our room, when you think about it. Does anybody else want to take up the story from here? Because.
4: <laughs> had some spirit allies trying to all bring us in to the same room to let us know we fucked up. And we had to check. <laughs> <it>. That's it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We basically fucked up. We yeah, we totally. You broke up a little bit there, Coco, but I think you were saying that we fucked it up with the recording.
4: Um, sorry. I said we fucked it up, and that's okay. We fixed it. We, we did. did it together.
2: Yeah, we fixed it. Yeah. And I also, I would like to go on the record <laughs> and apologize because I really think that it was me that was like, let's open a portal. <laughs> I was right next to you, Margo, and you were recording. And I was like, portal. I'm gonna- Hey, everyone start recording. Let's make a portal. So yeah, I just it was wanted portal. to. And did we
0: even realize that we were standing in a circle while all of that was happening? Yeah, I, guess. I think we did. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we opened a portal and walked away from it. (laughs) So earlier in the day, before the crazy knocking incident
0: sent us all into a confused frenzy, we had been going for a walk uh, around the property and we stopped at one of the, uh, it's like high ground, it's called Sky Hill. And we stopped at, you know, the fire area of that spot. And we were all standing around it because there's picnic benches And I decided to open up Marco Polo and take a video. And I was like, so here we are on Sky Hill. And just to be funny, um, Rachel opened her Marco Polo app and to the same exact group started. So here we are on Sky Hill. Then every single one of us opened up Marco and started to record the same message at the same time, standing in a circle, saying the same thing, recording the same scenery and saying, let's open a portal um, and having just too much fun without really considering what we were actually doing. And then we walked away. So
3: cut That's to like-, <laughs> I, like frolicked away. Yeah, we frolicked away. <laughs> we're like, okay, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Yeah, ha, ha. let's go play with the fairy trail now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we walk away and uh, a little while later, we were at a fire um, that evening, sitting around the fire. And, you know, not everybody knows, but we were talking about all kinds of cryptids and mm-hmm. there are some cryptids whose names you're not supposed to say.
4: Mm-hmm. Not everybody
0: knows that. So there were some people standing around the fire saying the names over and over again. I can say them. I can say the substitute names hurt so, so they were talking about flush pedestrians and Winnebago's and it's like every time they said the actual names it was like I was getting flicked in the ear every single one of us was like please stop please yeah. stop
3: saying that please don't say that. Mm-hmm. I was so we, literally yelling yeah stop it
0: and they kept <laughs> saying it. Cut to the crazy knocking incident that ended with Rachel actually coming into our room and sitting down and we took that as some sort of message and Coco helped out with her pendulum asking some questions. And the line of questioning that Coco had with Spirit basically led to um, the explanation that we opened a portal with our Marco Polo playing in a circle and it was in our best interest to go back and close that portal now,
2: like not tomorrow, now. Yeah, we were really trying to make it happen tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> but
3: Rachel's there was like, a point like
2: though, Yeah, there was that point though when when Phoenix when you pulled the cards and I saw the one card, I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm putting my shoes on right now. Yeah. We gotta go." Yeah,
3: I, <laughs> pulled, I pulled shapeshifter.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, "No, nope, so. all right, we gotta close this."
3: Rachel uh-huh. goes
1: in to get her shoes and she just gets my up and walks ass, away. I know my ass is like already in my pajamas. There's no fucking bra, and I was like, "There's no fucking way." Oh, I was like, I "Guys, anyway. guys." We can do Reiki, and we can send energy across the, the world. We should be able to close a portal from our beds.
4: <laughs> I wasn't against going out there to try to close it, but I know that you guys, some of you guys wanted to stay, and maybe it was for our best interests that we actually projected and did it that way just for our own safety, but they were definitely emphatic on the fact that it should be closed before we went to sleep that night for the good of the hottest purpose. And
2: our souls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We fucked up. Yeah.
0: But it definitely felt like validation because we, what we ended up doing was Rachel set a five minute timer and we all, we turned off the lights and we astrally projected back to where we, you know, fucked up and we closed that shit down. And once that was over with and we all basically compared notes about our experience, it felt validating that um, we did the right thing by not ignoring that situation. <laughs>
2: Well, I also thought it was but so we, crazy. Like each person was doing like a thing, mm-hmm. like collectively. Like No one was like, oh, I was in that space too doing it. Like everyone was in like a different position, doing a different thing. Like it was some fucking teamwork, making the dream work shit that went down. <laughs> it uh-huh. was a really
3: good team building. Ex-
2: it was a very good actual <laughs> body team building experience. Yes. Guys,
3: we really did have a Hogwarts experience because we got in fucking trouble and then we got ourselves <laughs> out of it
0: and we had to go into what's the scary forest next to Hogwarts the, uh, the
2: forbidden forest,
1: forest. <laughs> the forbidden forest yeah that's so fun
2: yeah <laughs> we're all okay yeah
3: yeah
2: it was a little I, I, I i'm
0: not gonna lie I was a little creeped out mm-hmm. I was a little creeped out yeah. and we had another person in a room with us who's not here on this recording and she was very upset too and I felt bad yeah um, um, so that was she, between well, I mean every single one of us was was freaked out but um, you know some of us were actually upset so it was the clear decision was to to try to do it astrally and not go out. handle that shit yeah yeah I
4: feel like the scariest part was hearing about everyone's experiences and what they experienced while astrally projecting mm-hmm. that was scary to hear the the validation from all of that specifically Phoenix
0: Phoenix Phoenix do you, you want to talk about what you saw God, I
3: they- wish I didn't see it <laughs> Um, so while trying to close the portal, that was my only focus was to go counterclockwise and close the shit out. And I was seeing like shadows and shit, but one thing came out very clearly and it was this like weird ass pig or <clears throat> yeah, pig orc looking <clears throat> ass motherfucker. And I just like saw the face zoom by as it went like swirling back in and I was like, Didn't need to see that, but I'm glad it's going away.
4: I hate that for
3: you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The uh, movement you just made with your hands, it like didn't dawn on me, but it was like going down the toilet, going down the tree.
3: (laughs) Fine. You can go down the hole.
0: (laughs) So
1: I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but after all the, you know, everything was over for the weekends and everyone was leaving and stuff, we had one of our, our members, went on a hike but oh nobody knew that she had gone on a hike she didn't tell anyone so we were all frantically searching for this person <laughs> and and for those of us on the portal incident first first thing that comes into our head is fuck we didn't close it right
3: <laughs> and then she just casually strolls in an yeah. hour later
2: oh I just went for a walk I had a heart attack. Like we're yeah. a community.
3: We care about each other.
0: People yeah. were getting into their cars to drive around the property to look for her. And I like, I, I, at one point I was standing with Coco and we just looked at each other like, this is, this is really uncomfortable. This is not good. How, how did she like the time that she decided to go for a walk was just strange. And then the fact that all of her stuff was still here, but she was nowhere in sight. It was just. A scary yeah. situation, but it turns out that she was just on a pleasure, on a, just like a little pleasure tr- stroll, mm-hmm. and uh, she was totally fine, but we were, you know, freaking out a little bit.
4: <laughs> you know, for a while, I felt like she was gone for a little bit longer than a pleasure stroll, but yeah. I was we need to ask her if she has, like, unaccounted for time. Did she think this was a quick stroll and it was a few hours in our world? Definitely <laughs> felt like Hogwarts at that point, but once she was found, it was so much better. <laughs> Stress. Yeah, I th- I, mean, I think that's speaks
1: to um, how much of a community that Anna had purpose is. <laughs> I mean, obviously, if somebody disappeared somewhere else, uh, they would be looked for, but it was like immediate. she w- It was noticed that she was gone and all of us like up in arms, like, where is she? Drop um, her. Yeah, we all just kind of circled the wagons and tried to find her and I thought that was pretty awesome and yeah. I'm really glad that we found her. Same.
3: Yeah, she found us.
1: Right. She came strolling <laughs> back. We didn't find her. She, she's yeah. like, hey guys, what's going on? She <laughs> wasn't.
2: On I he just was like just... went up to her and hugged her and I was like, where have you been? <laughs> where did you go? We've all been so worried. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, Aww. you should be. <laughs> <laughs> We're all leaving. really are yeah. you muted? What was that shadow walking? In?
3: It was a human.
2: Are yeah. you sure? That was a very distinct shadow. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was a shadow um, of my husband. <laughs> he was on his way to haunt his vehicle to go pick up my daughter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that checks. That checks.
1: Yeah, and get me some bell peppers so that yeah. I can have my vegetarian dinner because they're all eating one of my favorite meals ever that has every kind of meat in it. Oh, that's right. You just started your, your plant-based journey. Mm -hmm. It's really
0: hard to, um, to dive in. Like you didn't like dip your toes in by slowly, you know, eliminating things here and there. You just decided one day that you were done.
1: Yeah, I just jumped in and I'm not doing fully plant-based. I want at least one meal, completely plant-based two meals to be vegetarian. And then I can have meat if I want to in my third meal but two meals a day, vegetarian, one completely, well, vegan, I guess I should say, and I actually jumped in the week before Anahata's, which was dumb, (laughs) because I'm like, oh, I'm going to go on this retreat and be experiencing all these things, but also I'm going to have some serious GI issues at the same time, because here's a little bit of TMI listeners, but when you switch from a like a fully omnivore diet to a mostly plant-based diet your body starts making weird fucking noises first of all you fart a lot second of all and those farts are vile <laughs> Well, um
0: we shared a room with you all weekend, and I didn't notice.
1: Oh, that's so. because on my way on my way there, I stopped at fucking CVS to get some goddamn bino because I didn't want <laughs> you guys to be
2: fucking ruined. That's very nice of you. Yeah, I was
1: like, I cannot share a bedroom with four other women and have this ass. <laughs> Was, very it was appreciated. Like I was channeling my Boston Terriers asshole. Like it was so bad. So thankfully, thankfully I'm past that stage. I also found some vegan, the vegan equivalent of Beano and everything's fine now, but it was, it was rough.
0: <laughs> I had the opposite experience, which I think happens to a lot of people <clears throat> when you're in a situation where you're not hundred percent comfortable, like uh, I'll just say letting loose. My digestive system basically just shut off for the entire mm. weekend and it knows when you're almost mm. home too. <laughs> I was like rounding the corner towards my house, pulling in the driveway, walking in the door. And my husband, of course, you know, wanted to give me a big hug and a welcome home. And I was like, oh, I'm so happy I missed you. I got to go. I'm going
2: upstairs. Bye bye. And done. Yep. And it was such a weird, the food for the mini was just not the same either. So I don't, I feel like no matter what your dietary restriction was, that food was going to be off. It's or, like our big, not like the big retreat. Uh, Cause it was camp food. Right. Mm-hmm. As it was, it was campground. It was camp food. Yeah.
0: They're yeah. used to feeding a bunch of kids who yep. are happy to have like chicken nuggies.
3: Yeah. And pasta every yeah. single night.
1: <laughs> and there and is pasta. nothing wrong with chicken nuggies and pasta. It's just, you have to have a little bit of a, a variety flavor that
4: <laughs> i liked the breadsticks.
2: the breadsticks were good the breadsticks were really good and the cookies yeah. mm-hmm. were really but good and the browning but yeah brand. next next mini like i'm gonna just be bringing a ton of seasonings <laughs>
4: <laughs> we did a good amount of snacks we packed quite a few snacks for our room mm-hmm.
2: yeah i was very yeah. careful for the cheese it's
4: cheese it's fruits we mm-hmm. had cookies Donuts. Mm -hmm. I still
2: have Mm -hmm. two bags of bananas downstairs. If we had Uh, somehow
0: gotten trapped in our rooms, we could have survived for two weeks on all the snacks that we brought.
4: We could have. Yeah. My hot chocolate packets, we were good to go. Yeah. I do um have a
2: random question for you guys. When when we do mini retreat part two, like what classes would you want? Because like somebody specifically asked for pendulum and I thought it was kind of cool how the fire. Like when we were on the bonfire, just turned. Yeah. Into one class. yeah. So I just kind of like the idea of that. Uh, that was really fascinating with
0: crystal. That is a great yeah. idea because I, I obviously don't want to take all the same classes again, even though it would be beneficial to touch upon a lot of the, a lot of that stuff again, Yeah, but then you have to consider that there, there will be brand new people who might mm-hmm. want to take the classes that you had the first one. So it's kind of tough to decide what you're going to offer second time around.
2: Wait, well, yeah, like, so this one was like a theme. Kind right. of, right. Uh, and it was just very kind of broad in the magic world. Mm-hmm. The theme, right, with tarot, who doesn't love some money magic, intro to energy, you know, communicating with the divine. Like, it was very broad. But I guess for, like, the minis, what I'd like to do is get more specific, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, like, doing a class on runes, finding somebody who's, like, really educated on runes to do a class on that.
1: Astrology
2: you do have somebody that could do
4: astrology mm-hmm. yeah i would
1: love um, to dive deeper with brittany, yes. brittany. yeah yeah it was amazing
4: those were some of my favorites i feel like i learned a lot from that and i feel like even if you have a repeat of something like that a more in-depth could be like a class on you know specific guides or angels or yeah, entities earthbound anything anything like that you could go more in-depth on it but i thought that was amazing class. I loved every second of it.
2: My aunt teaches a very similar class and she has some runoff ones too that she does. So I definitely want to I want to keep in, keep in, keep in. And I think it really
0: was like as, as broad as it was, it really was pretty specific to divination because mm-hmm. even though the first class was uh, intro to energy and learning how to, to identify your own energy, um, one of the major points that we took away from that, Crystal really um, focused on was you can't get much further until you identify your own energy. Like if you're trying to identify the energy of something you want to communicate with, how do you do that if you can't even tell the difference between yours and theirs? Yes. But mm-hmm. so it was still... It was still kind of like preliminary necessary for the other divination courses yeah. that we were going to go into.
2: Yeah. And also it's, I always find it really, really important to learn how to make your body into a pendulum. Yeah, that was cool. You can literally be a divination tool anywhere you are. Right?
1: I loved that so, yeah. so, so much.
2: Yeah. It's funny because I didn't take Brittany's class before, so I didn't know exactly what it was. So if you took the Claire's that she covered and some of the team's, if you took those out and then put in the making your body into a pendulum, that would be my aunt's class. So she does the, how oh. everyone writes the name on a th- and like pulls it and mm. like she does all of that. And then she also teaches you how to be a human pendulum. Um, it's so easy. It's such an easy thing. And it's yeah, like- I loved the
1: billets. Yeah. I also think would be what would be a really fun mini retreat would be like herbalism or Green witchcraft or herbalism and green witchcraft, like some like that side of the elements too. Yeah, the Um, oh my god, that would be amazing. Getting in touch with
0: like earth, air, fire, water.
1: Yeah, Uh, I don't know how you would want to focus on each one.
3: Yes, I'm taking. I want to learn about the
2: dimensions. Okay, I have been too. Mm. The dimensions would be super interesting. That would be super interesting. Maybe we should do a class on portals so we don't like fuck shit up again. That would be great. (laughs) <laughs> Number one rule about portals is
1: you
0: can accidentally yeah. open one. <laughs>
1: How not to open a portal.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or we you can just know. teach that class.
1: <laughs> and what to
2: do if you did. Yeah. And what to do if you did.
1: Yeah. I want a really Let's talented see.
2: illustrator to
0: just create an image of all of our astral bodies, like going to battle and closing shit down and mm-hmm. pig man swirling into the nothingness <laughs>
1: That would be a super amazing comic book.
2: Yes, <laughs> that would be a super amazing comic. It book. would be we us being that.
1: all silly, walking up there like, "Hey,
3: portal time, portal time," <laughs> and then, ah, oh, fuck.
2: <laughs> Should have never done it. Should have never said that.
3: Well, now we all just have proof of all of our power. That's,
2: That's true. right. It's very, very true. Yeah, must turn that beautiful property
0: into like a cosmic black hole. <laughs>
1: The Christians would have appreciated
2: that. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely.
3: Remember, Christ offers forgiveness
2: everywhere and everyone. That's right. Coffee. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, wash your hands and say your prayers because germs in Jesus are everywhere.
3: That's right. Stop and praise the Lord.
1: But only employees, right? Because that was right below employees only. (laughs)
0: This is where listeners are wondering if they just got tricked into listening to some sort of Christian conversion um, podcast. (laughs)
4: In know. They just had decor out for all the different spiritualities. Yeah. And I
0: appreciate- mm-hmm. the, uh, the campground where we were at uh, has a lot of um, Christian influenced
2: signage. All it's around. owned by the church, the property. Yeah, it's a- it's the owned, property by church. Is owned by the church. But the people who run it, they are like kind of religious, but they're the perfect type of religious people. They are super accepting of everybody. They have tons of different groups that come. Like we are not the only witchy group that shows up. There is another one. There's Jewish communities that show up. They, yeah, they cater to all the peoples and they're all just very, very sweet. And half of them live on the property, which is super cool. They're like lifers. The manager was a camp counselor and was a camper, you know? So, and now she was there with her husband that she met at the campground (laughs) wow (laughs) oh my goodness yeah like they're just lifers um that is very cool and her mom is the one who runs the kitchen oh Um, yeah so it's like a family kind of that like runs the Mm -hmm. whole campground they keep offering it to all different kinds of communities so i mean Um, if i had that i would hold on to it forever too the place is beautiful beautiful. god damn it's so bad i just want to win the lottery and buy it i (laughs) made that comment to I just, just wanted to see what the reaction was. And she was like, I just can't wait to retire here." And I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> you put more time into this place. This is yours. I respect that.
1: Well, we can, we can win the lottery together and buy a different one.
2: There is another church. That's not like an actual church. It's huge. It looks like Hogwarts and it's not too far away. Hello? And I want it. I want it. Magical. Is there a river? I don't know. It's a huge property and I've only seen it from the highway.
0: Mm. see that's the thing the river at this campground is
2: everything yeah Mm -hmm. there is another campground on the same river i don't know if any of you guys went kayaking in september but if you go down the river there's actually there's a whole other campground that's connected to it nice yeah so
0: should we set up a website where we accept donations absolutely
2: (laughs)
1: yes crowdfund that shit yes if you if you donate you get uh if you wanted to go to, to t- hogwarts t- 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 when you were X- a kid
0: you still can <laughs> just donate to www give Nora us a camp
2: purpose gets <laughs> give us a camp yeah you got my brain like going right now so you're welcome i get it
3: funded how does that happen
1: you probably could. That's a great crowdfunding opportunity, I think. I'd pay for really? it. i put money down. I've always wanted to do this. Let's see. Oh, that was a good pop. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Oh, that
3: was a cool pop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do any oh, of you
1: yeah. listen to Wine and Crime? I've heard of it. Mm-mm. That's what they do at the beginning because they, they pair a wine with a crime. And so oh. then they open their, their wine and it's like Oh, that was a good pop because they're all from like Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. So my favorite wine is Pinot
0: Noir. What kind of crime pairs well with Pinot Noir? Oh, I don't know.
1: You'd have to ask them. They, they feel, pair like. I feel like it's money laundering. I could, I could go with that. They pair like a, a specific like vineyard, you know, and everything. With, it's just, of course, 19 crimes was on there like in their beginning episodes, yeah. but that was like easy. You know, the
0: 19 crimes, um, I forgot the exact type of wine it is, but it's the bottle that has Snoop Dogg on it. It's delicious. I Why love you it making? so much. Oh, well, the wine that has his face on the label is fantastic wine. So huh. good.
2: Snoop Dogg well, is not going to put his face on anything that sucks.
0: Well, that's it's true.
2: That's true. It's true. There's also school. another
0: one that's really creepy because the guy's <laughs> face is scratched out like you, they don't even want you to see his face and it's called The Banished. That's another really good one. Yeah. So, so Snoop Dogg committed a crime? Or yeah, is you, he I was mean,
2: like um an
3: accomplice to murder. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, like back in like I think it was the 90s like the police raided like the MTV Music Awards because they knew he was going to be there <laughs> they tried to arrest him. Think that's so funny remember because that. now
0: he's like mr dad joke you know he's he's like exactly. so adorable with martha stewart <laughs> he's best friend of Martha well yeah, she's I mean, a criminal dude. She's, a she's gonna end up at, on, on one of those labels actually oh my
1: god she should <laughs> oh
3: my god we need to buy every bottle 19 crimes
0: oh, oh someone just got a special <gasps> treat oh, oh, is that, a, is oh, that like a blurry?
2: it's called the the Happy Boost Nutrition Shop, 200 calories. Ooh. It's got caramels in there. Which flavor is this, babe? Cinnamon roll. Mmm, a cinnamon roll. Mm, a cinnamon <gasps> roll.
1: I'm pretty you sure it's a cinnamon the roll. Best Beyonce
2: ever. You have a cinnamon roll milkshake
0: looking thing that's only 200 calories. Witchcraft. Yeah, that's witchcraft.
2: Also, they have protein waffles and protein donuts. I love donuts. What's the name of that place? The Happy Boost. The
0: Happy <laughs> Boost.
2: And there's definitely a few cinnamon toast crunch on the top.
3: Wonderful. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> you make me want to move to New Jersey, goddamn it. You should. It's great. You all
0: should. You all should.
3: of
4: taxes. It's fantastic.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Coco, I do look- you want to go in on a place? I just, I just want to be closer to you guys. That's I a- want you to be closer to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Far away. I've never known anything else. Oh. So it's it's funny. Like I know that New Jersey is expensive, oh. but I'm I have never known anything else. But doesn't it always all kind of even out when you consider what you can make as far as salary and what you're paying for the taxes and all that shit? Or is New Jersey just like ridiculous?
3: Both. Okay.
1: Yeah.
3: Both. I don't know. New York is fucking ridiculous with their taxes too. So
1: property tax in New York
3: is fucking nuts. Yeah.
1: Property tax in Virginia is fucking nuts. Same. Yeah. Same in Indiana.
4: Yeah. It's okay. I can live here fine, but I also have not tried to live out in the Northeast, so we'll see. Maybe one day.
0: Oh, she said we'll see. <laughs> we talked <laughs> about it a little bit. bit. I'm
4: just kidding. But no, even the in one of the classes, we were writing down our names and picking up on the energy for the channeling practice. The training to my left completely picked up on the fact that it's on my mind to move out there um, and be closer. She literally drew my house and cats yeah, and, like, and your cat. on Northeast. And she's like, there's some pressure here to to maybe relocate. I was like, mm-hmm, right on the money. You're doing it right. You mm-hmm. are a witch. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. That is cool. Yeah. Maybe one day it's, it's on my mind. We'll see. You we will see.
3: Do you have a, a willing housemate right here?
4: Oh, thank you. Alien roommates, no big deal. Palladian cousins, it's great. So what are the Palladians? Explain. Ask Phoenix. This is all new information to me as of this past weekend, so. (laughs) I'm assuming that if it's Phoenix, then it's some kind of water
3: world? Actually, no. It's actually, like, light and rainbows. Oh,
0: well, that makes sense for Coco. I thought you would have been from a Mermaidville or something, or Atlantis. that's
3: what I thought. Well... So, according to uh, Crystal, I did, in a past life, help out with the creation of Atlantis. So... Oh. Okay, you were on the other side of the fire. You didn't hear that part. Very cool. Um, Yeah. Um, So, the Palladians are probably one of the most known for the, like, spiritualist alien shit. Um, They are the ones that do a lot of like direct communication they want to try and save humanity you know their future is directly linked in with Earth's because apparently the earth is a living library for the whole entire galaxy everything oh is earth is a school world. i remember that yes everything is stored in the earth and so the palladians want to make sure it stays on the greatest time greatest good timeline and it's Trying to help humans to stop fucking shit up, and huh. uh, yeah, the invention of the nuclear bomb is when we started uh, getting more contact and having more reincarnations of them, according to resources. So yes, that's that's what I know. Noble, good luck, yeah. and I mean that. Please help. <laughs> I'm trying. Well, you know, with my uh, Taurus rising, uh, the social justice rage really comes in well for me, so. Yeah,
0: I'm a Taurus sun, Aries rising, and I have a Libra stellium, in, and my uh, Mars is in Libra, so yeah, all the justice stuff. Justice to the point of Ari- vengeance.
3: <laughs> okay, Draco. <laughs> Drac- <laughs> what was it, Alpha Draconians?
0: Alpha Draconian. So, um, one of the facilitators from uh the mini retreat when we were all sitting around the fire on Saturday night before the portal incident was going around with a pendulum and it, it was a lot of fun because she was just channeling through sp- with spirit and uh everybody was taking turns asking questions and she was just giving the answers that she was getting from the pendulum. So, we got on the topic of uh have we ever had any past incarnations not on this planet? And this is where we come into alien races. And I was like, uh, well, I want to know that about myself, of course, you know, the FOMO kicked in. And I was like, I don't know how to ask that question, but can you please find out where I came from? And she just started because she knows all the collectives. So she just started asking. and She's like, no, no, no. And then she was like, alpha Draconi," And she stopped and she looked at me and she was like, do you have like a vengeful nature? And then Amberly just started cracking up laughing. <laughs> I think we all did. Yeah. And I was like, you yeah. um, and she's like, cause I'm getting alpha draconian. And I was like, I have no idea what that is. And she's like, well, they're, they're worse than the reptilians. <laughs> um, and she said, the reptilians, you, you know, you, you never really know They can be good or she bad. Didn't they're, say they're, they were
3: worse. She said they were just more
0: vengeful, more vengeful and plotting and that they tend to jump in and out of world leaders. So then I went, when we went back to the room, I was doing a little bit of research and uh, I was a little bit horrified. But I was also, um, I was also being forced to be honest with myself and see, you know, where I I could see it. I could see it. I was like, maybe I just wanted to retire from that life. And then I asked Coco when she was playing with her pendulum, I was like, was I a good alpha draconian that it was just tired of like all the vengefulness and the plotting. And I just, I just wanted to retire from all that. And she said, yes. So that makes (laughs) sense. Okay.
4: (laughs) I still think it's amazing that you have basically a dragon as a past soul life. I think that's absolutely incredible. And I think that the pendulum was saying that you are a good person (laughs) uh, in any lifetime. And I don't even think you had to ask. I don't even think you had to ask. And I don't necessarily know if it was like all of the, are all of them considered bad? And it was like, you are the good one. That's why you left. Like, or did you even, does that make sense? that does make sense. And and I'm actually unsure because according to the the tiny
0: bit of research I did, they're a warrior race that is always like up to something, you know? So they're like Daleks. Like what? Only Phoenix will get that.
3: (laughs) Doctor who? Yes. I want to try and figure out which alien race the doctor comes from.
0: But does everyone buy into that? Is there anyone here that's like, I don't know. About alien stuff? About your past incarnations being from completely other, like completely different galaxies, possibly. Galactic? I
2: don't I,
1: f- I feel like, well, okay. My thought on aliens in general is this, is that it's pretty self-centered and self-important to think that we would be the only ones in the universe. In the universe of infinite possibilities, infinite. It's so unlikely solar systems, infinite galaxies, there is no fucking way that we are the only planet that has life. Yeah. It's been proved that it's on Mars in single-celled organisms. Right. Um, also,
0: people really have a hard time understanding the concept that in the history of Earth itself, not even the universe, just Earth, that we are less than a blink of an eye. Yeah. That aliens could have existed Alien races could have existed and gone extinct millions of years before we even evolved into what we are now. Mm-hmm. And
3: could and still... Just discovered that new star galaxy or some shit. And who knows? Maybe that could have been where we originated from. Right.
1: Yeah, we've already had more than one mass extinction. So it's not like we're the first ones to be here either. It just seems stupid and You're... narrow-minded and... Silly. Okay. Very. Silly. Yeah, very... To think very that we're... We're the only ones. This is when you fall into the
0: territory of um, there's always that person who absolutely has to give you a logical explanation for everything because they refuse to believe in anything that just simply can't be explained. And eventually they get to the point where their logical explanations sound crazier than it's an alien or it's a ghost. Like, Um, oh, the dust particles picked up this book and floated it across the room because of the temperature shifts and that, like, shut up, man.
3: That was a ghost. (laughs) Like, this isn't Mythbusters, bro. It's Ghostbusters.
1: um, (laughs) There was this one flat earther.
3: Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Who had this, he, like, And okay, I'm just going to sound like a fucking idiot right now. But what happened, what happened was (laughs) he like did some scientific experiment about the angles of the tilt of the earth's axis, blah, 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 because he thought it was going to prove that earth was flat. Well, it inexplicably proved that earth was not flat, but he kept (laughs) trying to say, oh, but that actually proves that it is flat. Like, it was on a TikTok, and I was like, how?
4: He was really pushing for it.
1: Oh, he my really, God, He really yeah. wanted it to be right, but he was just really making himself sound real dumb.
4: I feel like I'm at the point where when I'm listening to a podcast or listening to a spooky story that's obviously a ghost, obviously an alien, and someone's trying to throw in there, you know, the scientific explanation that they think it could be. I'm like, I feel like you have to try really hard sometimes mm-hmm. to try mm-hmm. to make a logical reason for something when it's very obviously supernatural and just accept it it's okay
1: yeah Yeah. it's like telling a a joke that nobody gets and you have to keep trying to explain it and then it just completely loses all humor and you're like fuck it never mind Mm -hmm. that's exactly what it is
0: yeah I tell jokes like that all the time (laughs) People who refuse to to believe anything that hasn't been scientifically proven yet are, are kind of playing themselves because like how many things have only been scientifically proven in the past 20 years that before then were considered supernatural, impossible, unlikely, like science does not evolve. We just figure things out, you know, as we go. So to say that something is impossible just because it hasn't been scientifically proven is to deny the progress of
3: science, you know, not and as a science that's not proven yet. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And as witches, we fall under scrutiny all the time because we, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we believe in that people automatically will decide that we're completely bonkers for that reason. But these are things that we feel deep in our souls and we're not fucking flat earthers. So there. <laughs> true.
4: I feel like we always feel a little bit bonkers in the beginning of these things when it's a new idea and we're starting to accept it. I mean, I've never had any doubt about aliens in the past, but the fact that, you know, this past weekend finding out that I had a soul incarnation, this this alien existence, it's it's very new and it feels very wacky and it's just slowly your crown chakra kind of opens up to the idea that things can be different and that it is okay and it's not something to be afraid of all the time. Yeah. Have things started to like click and make a little bit more sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, in a lot of different ways but I'm still, I still haven't really dug too deep to look into it yet to see all of the different connections, but just from what I've heard already, it's making a lot of sense and it's kind of funky and wonderful at the same time, but that's what Anna Hottis does to you. <laughs> I'll send you some lit on them if you want. Yeah, I would like that. There's so much magic this past weekend, so much magic. And it was nice to really feel it and have it be validated by people around you who are all feeling it. And I feel like it's kind of hard to find a place like that. It's, And it's because it's
0: not just, I mean, and major props to Rachel for creating this place for us, but it turned, it grows into more than just like the actual event and the workshops because the community itself creates this beautiful place for you to feel Mm -hmm. like you're just expanding and there's room for you to do that. And everyone is accepting of you and everywhere you turn, there's a kind face you know, who, and someone willing to help you or just, you know, like, no, I'm having a hard time explaining it. It's beautiful. (laughs) It's great.
4: Cracks open your heart chakra.
0: It
1: does. It does. I, um, I have a question. Mm. Um, and it's a question that's been asked to all of us before. I'd like to hear everyone's thoughts on why somebody should come to Anahata's I mean we've given a lot of reasons but like if you could give one reason your most heartfelt reason as to why you think somebody should take the plunge because I know that a lot of us were like "Mm, I'm not gonna go Mm, I'm not gonna Mm." and then we just made the choice and we went so for those people who are on the fence I'd like to hear why you think they should take the plunge Margo you go
0: (laughs) okay Well, I'll start off by saying that I, like many, many, many people, especially listeners, I was a, a lifelong solitary practitioner. I mean, I still am technically a solitary practitioner. Our, our coven is more of a support group of friends who are like-minded, who get together, who, who love each other and support each other and talk about magic. Um, being a solitary practitioner, I think is actually pretty great because it gives you the freedom to grow in the direction that your soul wants to grow without any interference from anybody else. However, the major setback is that it can be incredibly lonely. And if you feel as though you don't have community, if you feel as though there's no one around you that you can talk to, and then you end up becoming this person who leads a double life, who has this secret existence that they don't share with their family and their friends or, or, or many other people because they fear that they won't be accepted or that they'll be criticized or even shunned. And then that grows into a longing Like a real deep longing for connections on that spiritual level for people who are like you. So if you have experienced that, and I know that I was experiencing it before I went to Anahata's, uh, before I even came across the Wabah podcast, the the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour, thank you, because that is where I learned about Anahata's. I was terrified to go because I was going completely by myself, but that, that longing for a community or for connections with people who were like me is what got me in the car and got me there. And damn, if that's not the exact thing that I found that thing that I desperately, (coughs) desperately wanted in my life. Um, So that's mine.
2: It's always so crazy to me to hear how many people show up alone. Like, I love that. And I always want people to feel like extremely comfortable, but it was even something when I was driving two people that flew in, I drove them into Philadelphia to get the plane back. And just the idea, like they flew here, Mm -hmm. not knowing anybody, like the one flew from California, not knowing anyone at all. I just always give like such mad props to that. Cause it's, that I think is another part of like at the mini, like I got to see it from the attendees point of view, but also it has like inspired me to be like, okay, I can do things on my own too. Cause like, I'm, I don't, I don't know. It was just like a Something I really didn't even think about or consider. And then I always get so inspired when I hear about people driving across the country Coco by themselves to come. And like, it's just crazy and super inspiring to me. If I were to pick a reason why people should come, it would be for transformation and expansion in yourself and community and the world. I could go into that, but I think it kind of speaks for itself. Yeah. Yeah. Transform all the things, expand in all the ways uh, and share it with the world. Yeah.
3: I've said it. 100 million times, and I'll say it, 100 billion more. It's all back to community. My whole entire life, I never felt like I belonged anywhere, anywhere at all. Home, friends, school, all that fucking shit. And I showed up to Anahana's alone in 2020. And, you know, I came back in 2021. And I brought a friend and everything, but I definitely felt like I left with a community and with a purpose and just, it's nice to feel seen. And if you are one of those people that are terrified of coming by yourself, we've all been there, literally all of us, and it's going to be okay. You can literally just sit down or like come up to somebody and be like, Hey, can I hang out here? Or how's it going? Did you, I saw you in that class too. What'd you think of it? There's like not a lot of judgment and I appreciate that the most.
2: I will say if there's anybody that proves uh, the transformation that can happen at coming to Anahata's, it is you, Phoenix. You were such a different person <laughs> when I first met you in 2020. And I loved you then and I love you now. And it was, but it's just mind blowing. I don't know if I've ever like seen someone transform in the level that you have over that time. And it's just insanely inspiring.
3: I just love you so much. I love you too. Aww. Thank you. It's been a wild journey and I'm very glad that I'm here and it's with y'all. Yeah. So, yeah. not gonna cry. <laughs> not at the purpose, I'm not gonna cry. It's okay. You're in a safe space. Yes. You are supported. <laughs> yes. And
0: I can edit it out if you don't want it in. True <laughs> <I> story. <swear. laughs>
4: but you are so supported. <laughs> 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 I felt super supported both times I went. The first time I was, I knew nobody. I drove in knowing nothing. I was like, I'm going to go on this retreat, I guess. I almost didn't go a whole bunch of times, even packing up my car. I was like, I can't do this. I'm not going. I'm not going. And I did. And I'm grateful that I did. I was in a place where I'm sure like a lot of people in this spiritual community, I felt freaking crazy. Not psychic, psycho. Not, a, not in the best ways. And I have never felt more accepted and seen than I have at a place like that. Everyone is extremely welcoming and supportive and Coco, you're not crazy. Like you're onto something like we can work with this. Let's just protect yourself. You know, all of that kind of stuff. I've learned so much. I definitely, that first experience cracked open my heart chakra, like I said, and I found a huge support system, a community, a spirit family, like lifelong friends. And that meant so much to me. My life completely changed after the first one. So when you're like, oh, there's going to be a mini, I was like, I'm in. No, no second, you know, I, again, me being me, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I'm not ready. And then I went and I'm, I'm glad that I did. And I think everyone else should, especially if you're scared, because when you get there, you realize that you have nothing to be afraid of. And if you're still afraid, they tell you that you should just work through that and it's okay to be triggered. It's a pickup space. And I felt that and. this one, I had a lot more of my purpose revealed. Um, the first one was really breaking through those barriers and accepting that love. And this one was, you know, what can we do with it now? And you are supported through the journey. And it's mm. definitely changed my life and everyone should go.
0: Absolutely. And I feel like on a regular day to day basis and in the real world, people are so, 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 so guarded that we actually don't have a lot of opportunities to come from the heart with each other. And when I, especially just this past weekend at the mini retreat, you you look around at all these people who are here for pretty much the same, you know, everyone's there for different reasons, but we're all collectively here for the same reasons. And you just want to look at somebody and be like, hey, what do you, what do you need? I want to help you. What do you need? I see I you. you. I see you. Mm -hmm. I want to help you because we don't have the opportunities to to be that way out in the real world where everyone has their guard up and everyone's in a hurry and everyone is like me first. And I wish it was that way. And that's part of the mission is to take what you learn and then go out like like Rachel said, go out and just spread it, spread the love, basically. Mm -hmm. But it's so hard to do that out in the real world when people are like, why are you being weird? I'm like, I'm not being weird. I'm just trying to love you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's love.
2: Yeah. It's just, they're not used to it. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah. right.
4: To create that love bubble that was there at Anahata's in that circle, just in our own space with everybody mm-hmm. forced to it. You're staying loved and protected.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so is it my turn? Yeah. Did everyone else go? Yes, it is your turn. Okay. I went twice. I'm sorry. That's okay. You're allowed to go twice. <laughs> you can go as many times as you want. I think that everyone should take the plunge because like Coco and like so many other people, I was like, "I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it." And actually, if Rachel hadn't have called me and been like, "Hey, can you pick up Mama Kim?" I probably would have wussed out. But, but Rachel was like, "Hey, can you pick up Mama Kim?" And I was like, oh, "Okay, all right, I gotta go." So I didn't know that you did. You made it. You made it a thing, which was good. I needed that push because this was my first. 2021 was my first. for me since I've had children. And I've said this on other episodes of different podcasts, so I'm not going to really go too much into it, but um, it was huge for me to take the time to do something for myself. I am so glad I did. And I was kind of, I I went soft in 2021. I think I took three classes. First class I took was shadow work, which was on Thursday night. And I think that kind of scared me a little
4: not soft
1: <laughs> that one's not soft that was that was hard <laughs> yeah. you said that was your first class that was my first class on the first night thursday so night went to the deep end um and that's what i wanted i was like okay this is going to be great for the weekend but it kind of i i went very internal and i introspected a lot and so the other classes weren't I was not ready for really anything else. So I took that one. I took a meditation and I took an herbalism class and something else. But what I came home with was um, a community first and foremost. I also came home with my little gremlin shadow self holding my hand. Like we're besties. We have a lot of arguments, but we work together a lot. So, but the community that I came home with, these four women here, plus about 25 others have become my absolute rocks and I can message them and cry and be absolutely vulnerable. And all of them just lift me up. And I think that is uh, probably the best. These women are the best friends I've ever had in my life. That's beautiful. I love you. I love you too. Oh my
2: cry. <laughs> yeah, same. There's a lot of different communities that come to Anahata's, but I well, you think you were all there when I brought the candles for us to do this. Severin so was there for that. It was like one of the things was like I wanted to, I wanted more of the witch community and fucking showed up and like super exceeded my expectations. And it's just crazy what can happen when you are you allow yourself to be vulnerable. It's wild. And I think even if somebody doesn't react well. You still shook them a little bit. <laughs> and I think it gives an opportunity for someone else to be like, okay, what do I do with this now? Like, how do I hold someone else's vulnerability? And I, I think when you give it to someone, it also brings out the best in them. And you don't have to do a lot of classes at Anaheim to get what you need out of it, because I feel like it's really just a continuation of that happening over and over and over and over again. Somebody's like crying and feeling something and you just go over and like, kind of hug you? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 You can totally hug me right now. Like, I like, cool. Cause I don't need you to tell me anything. You're perfect. And I love you. And I'm just gonna give you a hug. Yeah. and like, that's once you get there.
4: I love to take part in all the hugs this time around that last one, I was not in a place for touching and I did not want to hug anybody as much as I did. I, I wasn't there yet. And so it was super special to be able to come to that place and hug everybody, especially after like Amberly said, kind of getting Connected with your soul family here. Like you guys are absolutely family and supported. And I it was nice to be able to have that place be where we could all hug as (laughs) vulnerable as that is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was going to add that too. If you are a person who is not huggy and you um, prefer not to be touched and you want to respectfully keep your distance but still experience that, this is still very much the place for you. No one is going to... No one is going to jump all over you and make you uncomfortable. It is it is very much a nurturing space, but at your level, wherever you're comfortable, that's where it's going to be. It's it, you're not Everybody going to be forced asked. into yeah. You're not going to be forced into <laughs> anything. Uh, no one's going to be like licking your face and touching your hair and making I might. you uncomfortable. <laughs>
4: Only unless you want that.
3: Yeah. 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 I might.
4: Rachel, i okay. And there's a lot of balance there. I was not feeling shamed or judged at all for my boundaries. Yes. In September. And no one crossed any lines when I was open to hugging and being naked by the river, which was amazing. And it was safe to do that. So that's wonderful. Yeah.
0: I was the same way. I, I, the big Anahatas in September, I was very much uh, the cautious observer. And, um, I still, I still walked away like, holy shit, that was amazing. And I can't wait to go again. And these people that I met are so fucking cool. And I'm so happy that I have, I have them in my life. And next year I'm probably going to like be more open, but this time around I had to, that's just who I am. I have to put my toes in. I have to dip my toes in next year. I'm going to go dive in head first. Tits out. <laughs> Tits out. <Ow. laughs>
2: you no, know, it's only like four and a half months away. Ooh.
4: <gasps> I'm so excited. Okay, good, because I don't want to wait that long. Yeah,
2: I mean, it makes me crazy because I'm like, oh, should I still have a lot to do. But um, four and a half months. Well, 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 we're
0: here for you. You know
2: what? I know that, thank you.
0: And this ties into a question that I was about to ask you guys, but because it's four and a half months away and because- Taurus energy is such a good slow burn. The new moon in Taurus is on the 30th, which is Saturday. And I was gonna ask you guys, what are you gonna do? Are you do you have any plans? Do you are you gonna do anything? But that new moon in Taurus is exactly what you want to harness since it's four and a half months away and you want to like just start the building blocks of something fucking amazing. That's the energy. That's the energy right there. Saturday.
4: But new moon in Taurus is actually an eclipse. Oh, shit. It's a little chaotic then. (laughs) Work with the chaos. You've got this. Yeah, because I don't think, I feel like the
2: eclipses aren't in such, what last year it was, they were all in Gemini and Scorpio, right? Yeah, this one's in Taurus. And being a Gemini, I still didn't really fuck with that. (laughs) But yeah, I'm going to definitely participate. I don't really know what I'm going to do. I mean, normally new moons are my favorite. I love them so much. They just have such a regenerative feel to me. I normally just journal the hell out of journals (laughs) and just manifest the hell out of manifesting. I'm definitely Mm -hmm. going to uh, use some of the, do some of the money magic that we learned. I'm definitely going to incorporate a lot of that and create new energies in the spaces there and set, yeah, set intentions also for Anahata's and how people to people come back i'm glad some of those rose petals ended up in the water because i think i told all of you guys that that was like a spell that i did before anahata's happened mm-hmm. i put like the rose petals in the water to go get everyone and bring whoever needs the experience to come there so when i was watching them like going back out into the river like it's like oh wow okay it's happening again i didn't even okay I brought a bag
0: of them home and I told my husband all about the rose petals and I could, I could tell he was like, oh my God, that was really nice. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Nice. That's good. That's cute. That was really a special moment. And Mm -hmm. I'm really glad that we could do that for
2: you. Mm -hmm. And I'm really glad that the roses were like multi-purpose. They ended up being like, so like, there's some beautiful photos that are going to be coming out with all of that. And it just really rose petals and femininity man hand in hand they do anybody else have any new moon plans
1: i'm actually going there is a new metaphysical store opening in fredericksburg virginia that day so i will be going there and uh, i know that's not what you were asking about but that's what i'm doing and i'm gonna be manifesting this fucking job man That's right. This this job that I want, and I'm going to manifest also that my dog's ass is not as vile as it is right now because it get
0: off
3: my lap.
0: Well, I know Taurus is really good for jobs, but I don't know if it's really good for dog, butt. we'll see.
3: (laughs) You'll have to let us know. Yeah. I wish
2: you all the luck with it though.
3: Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Somehow I think it's probably not going to work. I don't have anything special planned. I just planned on doing my normal offering to Hecate and you know doing some light journaling but it's really that important day maybe i should
0: i think that That's... is special
3: mm-hmm. especially whenever Hecate
0: is involved uh, i don't think i've said it before on the on the podcast but Hecate is also my patron i'm going to take the intention bottle that we that we made at Anahata's And I'm going to place it with her on her altar and ask her to help me to manifest that intention. Going to make my offering to her, of course. I am going to harness that energy because I am a Taurus sun to, you know, try and strengthen my connection with her. Any new moon, but most new moons are basically all about Hecate for me. It's her time. And besides that, you know, I'm always just working towards my health and healing and all that fun stuff. So it's a continued. Oh my God. The, okay. One of these days, videos are going to come out. You know, we, we are actually recording on zoom right now so that uh, Amberly and I can build up a, a lot of video content that we can one day release. And Rachel right now is holding her dog koji and it is ridiculously <laughs> cute.
3: Yes. <laughs> no, <you're> the <laughs> handsomest boy. This is the most handsome. <laughs> hmm. Go, Coco. I'm sorry.
4: No, I'm figuring out how to talk on this thing without talking over you guys. And my connection's a little wonky. So I feel like sometimes it's like messing up and then there's like a weird silence. It's me, I'm working on it. I'm not against working with the eclipse energy. Whatever astrological energy that is present around us, might as well work with it if you're not taking advantage of the energy then at least protect yourself from it or finding balance within it i'm here for the new moon i love all the new moons with the new beginnings and rebirth aspect and so i'm looking forward to i think i want to do kind of like what you said at anahata is about getting to know uh, our spirit guides i work a lot with the spirit guides and so i'm finding out so much more about them now and i want to do a little ritual to kind of welcome them into i don't know my life a little bit more kind of with what I know now, um, I feel like the new moon would be a really good time to do that. And also just bring all of the things I learned this past weekend, more so into practice and kind of set the intention, write it down, that it's something that I want to kind of stick with and not let it just be a cool experience that it's tucked away in the back of my brain, but something that I can actually continue on with. And so I'm hoping that the moon will help me on that journey. Exactly.
0: Yeah. The new moon is a great time for an introduction. I, I feel like when we were taking Brittany's class, who I would absolutely love to have on the podcast, I'd love it if she's if she if we can get her available to talk about you know basically what we covered on the class and her journey there while we were taking it this like whole ritual was coming to me one of the things we learned about um, was our team of eight and this this whole ritual was coming to me about using eight separate candles for each member of my spirit team to try and just you know introduce myself. And create a bridge of communication and you know and 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 it's exactly that I was like okay well I have to pick the right time to do it and this actually is a a great time to do it
4: I liked what said about the candles and so that's kind of like what inspired me I'm not going to completely take your spell but that just take it please
0: please
3: take (laughs) it and tell me how it went tell me all about it it's Uh, you've inspired me
4: too and now this I'm like okay my Mm -hmm. plan has come together thank you Same. Yep. Well, we have Um, all eight different guides and so all of our spells will be different, but I'm excited to get together and talk about how that went for us. It'll be fun. It will be fun.
1: And I think Margo and I had discussed that maybe her spell she's creating and putting together might be part of the episode where Brittany actually is here because Mm -hmm. we did discuss with her possibly coming on the podcast. She is big pregnant right now. So it might be a a little bit. Yeah. But we do plan on having her on the podcast, which is super exciting. She's super, super amazing. So sweet. So cute. She actually reminds me a lot of my sister in the best of ways. So I'm excited to spend some time with her. I don't want to break up the fun. I want you guys to continue as long as you want. But because I am a mom and it's almost eight o'clock, I have to go handle
2: my children. You're almost eight o'clock. Right. Oh, shit. Gosh, I didn't realize Time this has our- been... Shit, exactly. we didn't
3: close the portal guys <laughs>
0: fuck Did We're we about
3: want talking about it again
2: i see a pigman in my house i'm gonna stab him in the face right in Astral-y. the face. i feel <laughs> like i feel like we might need to come up with another name for portal like we need to kind of like like the flesh it's pedestrian not- thing like i think maybe we need a different word um <laughs> what's the um, hole in the ground manhole manhole, manhole. <laughs> yeah because then we won't create, well, no, I don't know. Because I also don't want to create a manhole either. <laughs> Maybe a sinkhole. <laughs> Your whole car can just sink. No, a sinkhole. No, totally different. Okay. Manhole is totally okay. different than a sinkhole. Yes. We
3: call it a mortal. or a mortal. Creating mortals. A Portal. Just... If you spell portal
2: with a B. With a B, it will be You boardle. can call it a portal. A portal. I like it. Portal. I actually have to go get the chickens because they're outside. And
3: that's All right. Oh, my out. God. It's eight?
2: <sighs> yeah. yeah. I got to cut out two and become a member
3: of society again.
0: All right. Let's wrap this up then. Um, Thank you guys so, so much. This has been awesome. You were a part of the first Tarian tirade. Yeah, yay.
2: Tirade. <laughs> yay. Thank,
1: Thank you guys you. so much.
2: Thank you. I love you all. And I'll see you on Marco in probably uh-huh. like three minutes. Yeah. yeah a couple totally. minutes.
3: Absolutely.
0: Um, I'll miss you. Stick um, um, like around seconds. for one minute just so you can coach me on how to end this. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> all right.
3: I love you all. Bye. All right. Love bye you guys. Yay. Thank you so, bye so bye. much. Bye. Oh, okay.
0: So well, that's not leaving. Sorry. <laughs> I hit the stop button up here on the left where it says recording. Uh Okay. So it'll stop recording and then what?
1: And then you'll be able to download that. So click the stop button. Here I go. Okay.